0: Mind Gap Podcast.
1: welcome to mind gap podcast i'm doug i'm justin and we're Jaredless this week and that makes me sad i wish we had jared every week because he has amazing stories
0: he does honestly um if you haven't listened to last week's episode episode 407 you fucking should it was a goddamn (laughs) delight having him on here um you know, just hearing him pontificate about different things like And then
1: I remembered I had included bowls in the service.
0: Right. And I'm saying, so happy. Saying such powerful things like you gotta get your dick out. You know, just lots of powerful things. Really um it was great. It was riddled with so much fun stuff. We covered one topic that we wanted to cover with For him. The, yeah. Um it was it was so much fun. Um he is such a great guy. I'm so happy he's part of our community yeah. and it was an absolute joy to have him on here. So Jared, thank you for being on here. And if you haven't heard that episode, definitely check it out. It was a great one. We talked about huntsman spiders, we talked to him about getting his back crack and sack waxed. Talked a little bit about aliens. Chlamydia. Yeah. Chlamydia and koalas, like it's some great times, man. I mean, great we, clips.
1: We spanned the gamut. We really yeah.
0: did. Yeah. So much fun. So many things. Yeah. I was like, I got to write down all these time codes.
1: Like, these are so much fun. Been- it was, I think, last week. So, yeah, we we tend to write down, if we if we remember, we've got a, in our little notes thing that we have pulled up here, we have a potential clips section where we just make little notes. And yet, last week's was by far the most potential clips that we ended up with. Yes. I think we had eight potential clips. <laughs> We could easily pull each one better than the last one. Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
0: And Jared is just such a great sport. Not only that, I appreciate him sharing stories, personal, vulnerable stories, you know, and being able to laugh about it. I think it's the best.
1: Absolutely. So go check that one out because it was a fucking one for the books.
0: It was fucking wonderful. And, you know, some people have been saying, hey, man, how can we support you? How can we support the podcast? And I have a very simple and free way for you to support us. And that is... (laughs) Go to YouTube.com slash mindgap podcast and watch our stuff. Watch it, like it, hit the subscribe button, and comment on our stuff. That is the easiest thing you can do, the simplest way you can support us. We're really trying to drive our traffic through YouTube. Um, and that's that's kind of like our goal, you know, our 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 goal to to sort of get partnership status with them. So um If you could do that and just on the regular, when we post something, hit the like button. If you haven't hit the subscribe button, if you could just leave us a comment, drive up that sort of algorithm jazz, that would mean the world to us.
1: And if you're feeling really generous, you can share the link to what you're watching. If you find it amusing or a short or anything, sharing, sharing is uh, if you want to go that one extra mile.
0: Yes. If you find it that funny. And you want to share it to your circle of folks, uh, it would mean the world of, uh, to us because yeah. you never know. We could c- gather more people that way. So that is that is a really big call out.
1: Look, in fairness, you could share us if you find us idiotic, too. True. You can share us around and say, hey, check out these dumb dums They're talking about koalas and chlamydia. And I have no idea what's going on. Look at these dummies, you know? Yeah.
0: But seriously, that would mean the world to us if you if you could do that. It would uh, it would help us out tremendously. So please uh, please do that. Please support us in that way. There's links in the description for merch, for our Patreon, of course, our Discord. If you want to join the community, please do that as well. But the big thing is going to YouTube and engaging with us there would mean the absolute world to me and to Justin and to honestly the whole goddamn country.
1: And this country needs it right now more than ever. Yeah. If you want to sow the divisions and really like bring this country together, go to YouTube and watch Mind Gap. I think yep. that's the bottom line. You know, po- politics may drive us apart, but Mind Gap brings us together. Yeah. You got to get your dick out. You know? And you, yeah.
0: That's such a good, clean clip too. It really it just, is. It's I think really the what best. I was
1: ha- what I was happy about is every time he, every time he gave us an unintentional sound drop... Somehow you and I were very quiet around it. Yeah. I, it was just, it was, you got to, you got to, with Jared, you got to let him just go because you're going to get gold. Well, that, we were intently listening
0: because it was so interesting hearing him go yes. through great detail about getting his back, his butt crack, and his ball sack waxed. And it was like just listening. And then he's just, you know, says, you know. And then
1: I remembered I had included bowls in the service. Right? Yep. It's just, it's you classic. You can't forget stuff. you included the balls. Mm
0: mm. Nope. Don't forget about the balls. You can There's never forget about the balls. There was an 11th commandment on, on that stone tablet that Moses <coughs> dropped on his way right. down from the mountain. And that one was, you know, just, you know,
1: you've got to get your dick out, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that was number 11. And yeah. then number 12 was and then I remembered I included balls in the service. Don't forget the balls. You know, you can't forget the balls.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good stuff. Good, good stuff. Uh, One thing we did not get to last time um, was that you were missing from episode 406. uh, The wonderful Seth
1: Tremel filled in for me.
0: That's right, because you were celebrating a very special occasion down in Mexico, Missouri. You know, (laughs) a place that you've always wanted to go to get a quiet... Beach getaway? It's not really. It's not really a beach. I mean, I'm sure, there's well, it's like a more pond of a river. there or something. It was a river bank, is what yeah. it was. Yeah,
1: it was at. It was a creek bank.
0: Yeah, more of a creek. Yeah, yeah it was a, a creek bank. Yeah, yeah. And uh, creek bank, great place. It was interest even- rates. It's a local place. You can get your <laughs> loans for what you need. Yeah. You know,
1: it's don't go to look. Don't go to the credit union. Go to Creek Bank.
0: Don't go to these fucking you know Bank it's, of America. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, they're getting sued for overdrafting people all the time just yeah, because absolutely. you know but the crick bank is going to take care will, of you that they'll never
1: like, charge you for overdrafts
0: that sounds so awful saying it to me does, it does sounds, crick does crick sound bad to you as it does to me i know i have a past with that word
1: oh very much when you okay. first said when you first said the word cricker yeah. i was like i don't think i is that something we can say and yeah. it, it it is it is look it up it's it okay is. but it, it, it sounds i mean horrible. it's not
0: okay if you say it In the wrong place or the right Right. place. If you want to start a fight in my hometown, then (laughs) fire away, you know? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of white people don't have a lot of like really bad pejorative terms. Most of them are honky and cracker and they're hilarious. You know, like there's not really much. Cricker is in my neck of the woods. That's that is that that starts a fight. That starts a fight. That's a fight. People. I've said it so many times. And man, I just remember the shit I saw, kids in school calling each other that name and they just yeah. like fucking throwing down their backpacks, getting each other's <laughs> face. So when the teachers break it up, they're like, I'll see you at the pond after school. You know?
1: You're not f- helping your case.
0: You know? And just, yeah, man, it was it was wild. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you went to the Crickbank Bank just to see how Middle America, you know, does its uh, local loans, you know. I
1: always I always wondered. I've heard you speak highly of of you know the bank and its facilities and I you know what it didn't disappoint. It did yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. You walk in and they give you a natty light right they when do. you walk in. Like, hey, I man. thought it was uh, I thought it was weird, but it was very refreshing. Refreshing, you know? Yeah. Like, cool, I need some water, thank you. You know? Absolutely. I was dehydrated. <laughs> I didn't realize how humid it was here.
0: Yeah, very humid. Yes. Yeah. Shveti.
1: It was Shveti in the So Shveti, but
0: no, but, you yeah. went to
1: Mexico. Mexico. I went to Acumal, Mexico, which is in the the on the uh, the the Gulf side or the Pacific side, the east side, if you will. I went to the east side of Mexico. East side, Mexico. Represent. Yep. And uh, it was it's beautiful. If <clears throat> if you're ever looking for a getaway, I highly recommend going to uh, Acumal. And there's a place called Turtle Bay, and you can snorkel with sea turtles, and there's a hotel right on the bay. It's fucking gorgeous. Beth and I went down there to do nothing, and it was everything. I have told Beth for, like, the last 10 years, I'm like, I just want a vacation where I don't feel like I need a vacation when I get back. And and then some of those vacations are fun. Like, you know, you go out, you know, you have a kid, so when you guys go out, I'm sure you tend to... you. You guys came up here, we went horseback riding. And when you guys go other places, you know, you go see this and you do that. You go to Disney World, you hit the parks. And sometimes it can get really exhausting. You know, we go to ca- Canada. It's hiking and it's, you know, driving through Glacier National Park and it's all these things. It's shitting in the woods. You know? It's shitting in the woods. It's running away from bears. While you're shitting you in have the woods. To, while, do, look, don't come across a bear who's shitting in the woods or else you will need to run away from it. That yeah. is the rule. It's on Canada's money, actually. It's on the coin up yeah. there. But I was just, I'm like, I just want to sit on a beach. I want to do nothing. And so she, Beth, did a wonderful job planning this. Uh, and it kicked off with this incredible surprise that I had no idea about. We went to Chicago to stay overnight at my uh, sister-in-law's house before we flew out of O'Hare. And we got there and Beth, I woke up and Beth had uh, written this, this, this note for me that said, okay, here's the itinerary for the day. And it was uh, Giordano's, and I actually got it right here. It says, uh, happy 40th birthday to kick off the celebration. I've put a day of birthday shenanigans together in the city of Chicago. Step one, my sister's house. Step two, Navy Pier. Step three, Sweet Mandy B's. Step four, Giordano's in the South Loop. And I'm like, that sounds like a great way to have a Chicago day before we go to Mexico. And I was thinking, I was so, she was like, I I absolutely thought that you were going to figure it out. And what she did, what she was smart about, is that step three, sorry, step two, Navy Pier, that had me so hyper-focused on Oppenheimer, (laughs) I was convinced, I'm like, oh, well, she got us, she thinks she's being coy and saying we're just going to go to Navy I figured this out, okay, we're going to go see Oppenheimer and IMAX, and it's going to be awesome, I was so excited about it, I kept bringing it up in the car, we get to my sister-in-law's house. And as we're walking up, the neighbor, we get out of the car, and the neighbor goes, oh, looks like it's going to be a fun party. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> it looks, yeah. Oh, it looks like it's going to be a fun party today. And I thought, I, in my mind, I'm like, uh, she must think we're going to someone else's house because we're going to go see Oppenheimer, and then yeah, we're going right. to go to Giordano's. Yeah, was, <laughs> I'm like, whatever. And Beth, she just sort of just flop sweating. She's like, oh, man, this got ruined. So we walked up to the front door, and... uh Usually Beth walks into her sister's house first. We stopped and I waited for her. She goes, go ahead. And that was the moment where I was like, wait, this is, this is different. This is not usually the the, the chain of events that happens. So I walked in and then it was everywhere. Doug, Jill, and Natalie were there, which was fucking awesome. We had Bob and Beth and Milos. Basically anyone who's been on the podcast before. Yes. Everyone there was, almost everyone there had been on the podcast before. Yeah, My folks drove up from the Quad Cities. To be there. My mom and stepdad came in from Schomburg. It was it was just amazing. So um that was I have the last time I had a surprise party was my 16th birthday, and I ended it accidentally ruined it. So I had <laughs> never gotten a true surprise party. I uh I found it out by accident, and mm-hmm. uh, this absolutely had me floored. So um yeah, it was it was such a such an incredible way. I cannot to kick off the birthday. I, I could not have been more just happy and just thrilled. It was, it was amazing. So big, thank you to Beth. Thank you guys for coming out too. Like I was so happy to see, I love that Natalie was there. That absolutely made, made the fuck. I'm like, that's so cool that she came, you know, it's been so easy for it. I'm sure to go to a friend's house or whatever, but that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. She was wanted to
0: awesome. uh, be a part of it. And uh, yeah. she was nervous when she got there because she's like, I'm the only kid here. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. You know, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Right. <laughs> Can't go now. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was it was great. I was really happy to be part of that. Um. And, you know, seeing you surprised I was like, wow, look at that. He did not
1: see this one coming. He That's did awesome. Not know. I, would, I told Beth I'd be a horrible detective. Yeah, absolutely horrible because all the cars that were parked in the street. I'm sure I could have picked out yeah. one of any cars, but yeah, I true. It's, it's also horrible. like there was a
0: Cubs game going on. So, you know, that was a yeah, it was, there was okay, well, awful there traffic and that took we got caught up in it. And I was like, this fucking sucks. So it's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> just chalk it up to the Cubs. I wouldn't I'm not very I'm not very observant either. So I never yeah. would have.
1: We were driving Never down the street and I'm like, oh, they trimmed the trees on the street. Looks nice. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more light coming in. I'm so just da, da, da,
0: looking everywhere else. It's amazing when, you know, there's a reason why people say, hey, just act as if you belong. You know, like right. a lot of times if you if you just act like a normal person, right, most of the time you're not going to catch people's attentions. You just can kind of go on by. It's just, yeah, people go about their lives. You yeah. Know? So that, that, su- that was
1: super fun. And then we got, you know, on the plane the next day. We drove, flew out on a Sunday had five full days and then flew back into Saturday, So it was a very, uh, an ample amount of time to sit and do nothing. We read. We had some great margaritas and, and some uh, beer and, and just relaxed, good tacos and food. And it was just fucking amazing. And then one of the highlights of the trip, because of this guy sitting across this from guy. me on this computer screen right here. Hi. This guy. Uh, the Cochran's very generously, uh, for a gift gave us a, uh, a night, a romantic dinner on the beach. It was, uh, it was absolutely lovely. There's, um, some really great pictures. I still have to do some posts on Instagram, so follow my Instagram if you want to see these pictures of, of what was set up. But I mean, it was, we sent you some of those, right? I think. Yes. Yeah. It was, they had this like little hut and they had all these sheer, like, um, uh, curtains curtains cloth. that were what were hung up it was pink and white and they had this uh, flower arrangement and these really beautiful uh, wood carved turtles that were in the sand it was really really cool um dinner was was great that night and um I didn't tell you what was cool is it was all it was almost as if you had planned all Beth and I were so the, the sun went down and we were walking uh, along the beach back to the hotel room and this older gentleman who had a guitar was oh, just no. walking the beach just playing and he stopped and serenaded us with this just beautiful Mexican love ballad yeah. and then went on his way and I was like <laughs> we
0: both he played some like, Afro
1: Man you know he did it was it was She Won't Let Me Fuck by Afro yeah. Man he's just like hey
0: you look like a beautiful couple tonight I got a <laughs> song that's perfect for you Are yeah. you ready Ba-da-da-ding. she won't let me fuck <laughs>
1: And then there was one guy in the back going, okay.
0: yeah. I really need a bust <laughs> of nuts. So someone who just pops out of the ocean, you right? know, like they're just ready.
1: Just you know? pfft, out of the sand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're just like, this is exactly what I needed. Doug set this up. I Doug, yeah, Doug, that would have I would have known yeah. you set that up. You're like, Doug was involved with this one, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, it was the weirdest thing though. I was like, this could not have been more out of some fucking movie or something, but it was he, and he had a great voice, too. It was the weirdest thing. Um, That's awesome. But it was absolutely, like, that kind of capped off an already just incredible night. And then we did some snorkeling. We saw like three sea turtles, like four uh, stingrays, myriad of fish, and some like, coral. Re- it was just, again, all of it was absolutely stunning and super relaxing. So I had a, a really, really great 40th birthday. It was nice. really nice.
0: Were you worried at all that you're starting this new decade based on a lie?
1: Based on a lie. Yes. Oh, with the surprise yeah. party? Yeah. Yeah. Um, From the, one of the
0: people that's closest to you in your life lied to you, and that's how you started your new decade.
1: No, be, and I'll tell you why. If it had happened on my birthday, yes, but I ended my thirties on a lie, and I was okay with that. The new oh, decade you know started. You go. The new decade started clean. There you go. That's a good way. And to I do was it. and I was okay with that. Yeah. That um makes sense. I I do think that it didn't count though, because I wasn't in the country. Ah.
0: That's so true, that's I don't know. I yeah. I need to call Mexican I, times different,
1: <laughs> right? And that's why I, I don't. You know. You know, like in Vegas, like you're not really married, but you know you are, but not really. You know. So I feel like that's kind of how it goes here. Yeah. So I don't know if I need to call the Pentagon and and get like official ruling. That is who you I, call you when know, it comes
0: to your birthday when okay. you're traveling abroad. It is the Pentagon. You know
1: what's is that like? Is that five one one? What's the number for the Pentagon?
0: Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's five one one. Okay, know? cool. Yeah, eight one ones if you want to you call before you dig, you know, make sure you don't hit the gas line. You know, four one ones like, hey, I got, I don't have an emergency, but I have a question. Five one ones like, yo, I have a birthday abroad. What's the deal? Right. Okay. Pentagon's like, we'll get right on it, sir. Answer coming to you shortly. We'll get yeah. back to you in. Did 3 you to send us the facts? Right. Did you send us the facts? Because it's got to come in through the facts.
1: <coughs> right. Did you? you know, we can include a process. cover, a cover top sheet, sheet. on the facts? Yeah. yeah yeah
0: cover letter on the on there did you do that did you do it yeah No, no, not because we don't know who it's coming from then exactly uh well i'm glad you had fun it yes. sounds like an absolutely wonderful uh vacation i know you struggle with getting older how has 40 how was that turning 40 how have you been since
1: what's uh what's what's the scoop there i yeah and that's the thing i i didn't it wasn't as uh I was bracing because I thought on the day I was going to have like a mini panic attack. There have been moments in, you know, leading up to and then just past where, like, when I think about it or when I, there there once, I can't remember what the situation was, but I I recently had to say, oh, you know, yeah, I'm 40. I had to say the age and when I said it out loud for the first time, just conversationally, it was like, it kind of sent me back on my heels just a little bit. Um but it's it's, it, it's OK. Like, I'm trying to have a, 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 a I'm trying to force myself to have a better outlook on it and not get mired down in what what it means, you know, of like, oh, you know, life is wrapping up because it's not. I I know it's not. I know I have, you know, knock wood. I've got a good couple more years on me. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to get I'm trying not to let those thoughts seep in. Yeah. I definitely I've definitely they've, they've they've been knocking at the door. But, yeah. I've been I've been doing pretty well. I just don't understand how how you haven't had those thoughts. Like you were excited to turn forty. Yeah. You're like, I'm ready. I'm ready
0: to kill. Let's let's keep the train rolling. Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's move on. Let's do this,
1: baby. Yeah. The show must go on, baby. Um Have you never if you haven't like dipped into those thoughts at all or, or had I only any do existential like, when my like body
0: hurts a little bit. You know, like I've got an achy knee and achy shoulder and things like that. I'm like, fuck, this is this is where it starts, you know, and I'm you know, I'm I'm being active and and things like that. I'm like, yeah, this is how it starts. Like you can't do the same things you used to do. And, you know. I'm watching, you know, videos of The Rock working out. I'm like, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not going to be me. Right. Um, I'm going to try. Got a, he, got a, he got a jump start. <laughs> yeah, that guy. You know, he's he's always done it and he's still doing it. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely, you know, with that sort of stuff, I get a little sad uh, when I'm like, ah, fuck. I kind of took that for granted—the ability to move around with yeah. with with uh, with reckless abandon—and not really consider, um, you know how to do things properly or like what that means and i've always said like i always take the stairs because i know someday i won't be able to you know versus like it's the elevator point. and things like yeah. that i'm like someday i'm gonna struggle with this probably so i should just take them now where yeah. I, I have the opportunity to do that so that stuff kind of creeps in but for the most part like you know while i won't i don't want to fast forward to it i'm looking forward to retirement you
1: know you like, really are i
0: am looking forward to retirement man
1: fuck work well, I'm know. look, yeah, I'm looking forward to not working. I just don't want everything else that yeah. comes with retirement, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm saying like from that perspective,
0: like being like, yeah, see you later work, like, you know, whatever. I don't want to yeah. do that anymore. Um, but also like, I'm excited right now because, you know, Nat's getting older and each year, you know, each day, whatever, she's just like grown into something else. So like, I'm excited to see like what she becomes, you know, right. I could care less about my fucking goals for the year and my job, or you know, whatever. Like, I just, like, whatever, yeah. you know, it is what it <laughs> is. Um, but I get excited to see like what she's going to be up to. And, you know, um, you know, we were on a bike ride yesterday and she was just like, she's been, I'm trying to get her like really comfortable riding her bike. And, um, you know, the other day she's just getting, she's gotten so much more comfortable. She used to struggle taking turns. Now she's doing it really well. She's got one of those shitty little kid bikes where you have to press back on the pedals to stop. Yes. I'm like, we got to fucking get you a real bike. Yeah. Um, she's getting better with that. And uh, she's like, Dad, I really like going on bike rides. I think we should take our bikes with us so we can bike ride in different places. And I was Ooh, like, now, now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking, kiddo. Um, and she's just talking about you know saying stuff like we did tonight. She's like, "Dad, I love you so much." I'm like, "Fucking love you too." Like, stop it! I'm trying to drive my bike, you know. <laughs> just you know, shit like that just it warms yeah. my heart. And you know, just I mean, a lot of my life, and I've said this before, and, and it, a lot of parents will say it's like your life changes when you have a kid because uh, your life becomes a lot about them. And I used to look at that as like, great, I have to give up my time yeah. for this fucking thing, you know, and. Um, I was very reluctant at first, but then as time has gone on, it's just made me a better person because I'm like, look at all, the, look at all the cool stuff we get to do because I even consider doing because of her, you know, right. she's right. like, Dad, can we go do miniature golf. I'm like, fuck yes. Let's go do some miniature golf. You know, yeah. like she's coming up with some great ideas. Dad, do you want to play video games? Yes, I want to play video games. Yes, Let's go play video games. Absolutely. Um, just all sorts of cool stuff like that. She has ideas for things, you know, every. Every once a week, we go out to eat, and mm-hmm. we do a rotation of who gets to choose where to go. Nice. And like, this week it's her choice of like where we're gonna go, what we're gonna do. And just, I don't know, man. It's it's just so much fun. Just you know. Also, really cool thing. One of her friends from school, um, that girl's mom, uh, is really into like gardening and whatnot, and she had like caterpillars that she was like feeding and stuff like that, and then they cocoon themselves and she they were going on vacation like can you look after these fucking caterpillars as they're like
1: becoming butterflies that's what that post was about did Jill post something about that she posted with Natalie with butterflies and she said thanks thanks so and so for letting yeah. us watch them i'm like you watched butterflies how does that yeah. work
0: so there were okay. 10 cocoons in this little thing and they're like hey we're going on vacation can you just like keep track of them you know they're probably going to hatch while we're gone yeah and it has been the coolest thing like watching these things like I've seen it before, but you forget Yeah, and like watching these things come out like, and I never get to see them exactly, but it's like I can see them when they've just come out of their cocoons and they're just like acclimating to their world, stretching their wings. And Natalie's absolutely fascinated by it. And she's taken to like putting them on her finger and then letting them go, releasing them out. And it's been such a cool thing having her, Watch this thing that she's read about and heard about. And now she's witnessing it. And there were 10 goddamn. <laughs> we've seen nine hatch and nine have been wow. released. There's one left. And um, just her getting all excited about. It. There was five in one day while she was at camp. Five of them just busted out of their prisons.
1: That's crazy.
0: I picked her up. I That's go, really so cool. many butterflies are out? She goes, how many? I go, five. She goes, five. I'm like, yeah, we got to get home and see them." She's like, OK. So all that to say is, do I feel a little bit older? Yeah. Like, physically, I can feel it a little bit, but internally, I'm still a little little turd bucket, you know, and (laughs) I always will be. And it also gives me just refreshing thoughts, as we've covered before, is that I'm like, oh, man, my parents didn't know what the fuck they were doing either. Like, nobody knows what they're doing. You assume that there's some age where you're going to be... Touched on your head and then you're going to get this enlightenment and you're going to understand everything there is to know about the world, about being an adult. And it just doesn't happen. You just, you kind of take it a day at a time. You try to fucking figure it out. There's some things you get, other things you don't, and everyone's different. And that's okay. What I get disappointed by is seeing people who are our age and older and they act like children in a bad way. Where I'm like, sure. What, what do you, I hear stories in workplaces where people are just being the absolute, biggest whiny little babies. I'm like, oh wow. Is this like a twenty five year old? They're like, oh no, they're fifty-five. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Yeah, this 62 year old. I'm like, you mean this person who's about to retire? Yeah. Is acting like a child? Like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, man? This is crazy. Yeah. Who, what the fuck? I I don't know, man. I just I assume at some point we would all get past that, but I'm like, oh right. I'm probably gonna be that age and I'm still gonna be like I I, I would like to think I'm not gonna be that person. Um there may be things I won't be good at, you know, because yeah. it's something a newer generation will have a hold of. But at the same time, I'm like when I hear people just doing some
1: dumb ass shit at work, I'm like, you got to be fucking shitting me. You know, I, 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 I totally hear you. And I agree with that. I think um, there's a difference. There's a big difference between retaining your youth and mm-hmm. acting like a child. Yes. Like because you and I have difference. talked about the, what's that? very big difference yeah you and i've talked about this before uh on the podcast um and and even off mic (laughs) that idea and kind of like what you alluded to is that at some point you just feel like you're gonna get touched in the head and you're it's like you're gonna feel like an adult and if i didn't look in the mirror mentally i still feel like i'm 19 like i'm like farts make me laugh i still like when i watch dumb and dumber i'm like That's a good fucking movie. I think that's funny. You know, like there's I I still have a level of immaturity or or youthfulness or youthful exuberance in my mind. And then, you know, your body is a different story. You're like, oh, you're you are 40, but I don't feel like a quote unquote adult. I keep waiting for that that switch to flip to be like, yep, here it is. Now I'm adulting full time. Um, But. And I think that's good. I think it's a good thing to, which also makes me realize that our parents probably had that feeling, probably still do, because I don't think that that's ever going to change. So I, I feel like that's something that most people kind of hold on to. It's just not really talked about. It's just kind of, un, you know, it, it's, it's an unspoken agreement that everyone's just there. But the big difference between that and acting like a little asshole, acting yeah. like a spoiled brat, acting like you're actually 19. And that's yeah, and it's like no, dude. If you're if you're in your if you're in your adult years and well into your adult years, then then there's a you know there's a way to hold yourself in public, and it it needs to happen.
0: I think there's definitely a wisdom that comes from just being on the earth over time. Like there's some things you should just like gather and pick up on, and then there's I would I would hypothesize here is there's a generational. Divide with okay. how people think things should go, what they were used to, and how <clears throat> okay. things have rapidly changed. And I think there's a um, an issue with that sort of stuff. Like I, I, you know, I'm gonna go on a little bit of a tirade right here. I am sick of the good old boy way of like running a business or corporate America. Oh, and I'm, buddy, I'm, let's do it. Let's get into it. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm just, I'm over it. I'm over the
0: idea of like the fact that there's people out there that just don't. They will not commit themselves to the program of remote work. They keep trying to be like circumvented. It's like, no, this yeah. is what people want. I sent Jill an article the other day from the Wall Street Journal that talked about organizations that lean into remote work find more and better employees because employees at this point in time favor remote work over being forced to go in. That is, mm-hmm. that is the rule of law. And any place that refuses to, to acknowledge that, you know, they're they're on the losing side of this. They will be because people have gotten a taste of this and they're not giving it back. They refuse. Right. They refuse right. to do it. And we we've talked ad nauseum off mic about the benefits of this and why it makes sense to do it. And the people that are like, Nope, you gotta come you gotta come into this place, this real estate that we've overpaid for and overinvested in. We've got to justify its reason for being. So you need to be in here because there's people that also believe if I don't see you in person sitting in a desk, then I don't know if you're being productive, Right. which is such an absurd, <clears throat> bonkers way of I'm just like, listen, if someone's a shit employee, you're going to find out one way or another, whether right. they're in the office or they're working <laughs> from home, you're yeah. going to be a shit employee and you're going to find out. All right. So well, whether also, or not, the, the idea that, oh, someone's working from home, now they're going to be a bad employee. I'm like, no, they always were right. a bad employee. So, yeah. you know, fucking
1: get your head around it, you know? Yeah. They were just a bad employee. They were just better at hiding it in person. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing is, uh, you know, what a way to treat your employees like children. Yeah. What, what a way to say like, hey, we don't trust you. We have to monitor you. Or else we don't trust you doing your work. I'm like, "Uh, we're all fucking adults here. And like you said, if you don't pull your weight, it's going to show. And then Mm -hmm. guess what? You're fucking shit canned. Done. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. I also despise the
0: idea of um, I've heard someone talk about in their workplace. There's just this idea that you always have to be chasing something in your career. Like, what's the next? Where are you going to next? Yeah, Do you want to do this? Do you want to be this next thing? And they're like, no. Actually I'm fine where I am, and that is looked at as oh you don't care. It's like, no, I'm really good at what I do. They I don't know drive. I don't, I don't want more responsibility. Right. I don't want more of this stuff. This old fashioned idea of you have to become a manager to grow in your career is insane. It's absurd. Absolutely. And I fucking reject it wholeheartedly. And there's a lot of places that are, you know, that talk about that. When someone first brought that to my attention, I was like, holy shit, you're right. Like, the idea is like, I got to get to that manager spot because that's where the money is. And statistically, it's true, right? Because you're managing people, but it's a different skill set than an individual contributor role. If someone's Mm -hmm. really good at sales, they're fucking killing it at sales. That does not mean they're going to be a good sales manager. No,
1: absolutely not.
0: Just like if someone's an excellent athlete, doesn't mean they're going to be a good coach. Yeah, absolutely. That's not how that works. They are two extremely different skills. And so there's starting to be an understanding, at least the good places are like, yeah, these are two very different skills. Sometimes they correlate, sometimes they don't. And I'm a big proponent of like, hey, is this person doing a fucking amazing job in their role they're in right now? Yeah. And they want to keep doing it. Then find a way to reward them for that. Don't just be like, mm, sorry, you're capped here. Yeah. That's as far as we go. I'm like, well, what can we do to figure out a way to keep them here? Because they're an asset. They're doing great work. How can we challenge them? How can we you know, find ways to motivate them? And that's another thing. Everyone just assumes people are motivated by money, which is not always true. Sure. People Often is the case, but
1: not is not a hard, fast rule at all. The idea that people think everyone
0: is motivated the same, everyone communicates the same, and everyone works the same it's just right. a, it's such a huge fallacy in the idea of like sometimes it is about the money sometimes it's like hey sure. i know what i'm worth fucking pay me what i'm worth right other times it's like you can throw all the money in the world at me and i'm fucking i'll burn this place down i don't give a fuck like i hate this place i hate everything about <laughs> it i hate this job this culture sucks money's no. not what i need right or sometimes it's like hey i need to change my role, I need to change my position. I need to change my job because what I'm doing right now is can, I'm motivated by change. Right. And so understanding what people are, because I heard a story recently where someone really wanted to get into this new role because they wanted the responsibility of that role. And there was a senior leader who's like, mm, sounds like someone's just uh, just wants more money. It's like if you knew this person and if you talk to them on a regular basis, you'd know they're significantly interested in this role being client-facing, getting an opportunity to do problem-solving. And yes, this particular role does come with an increased in pay. But if you sat down and actually talked to them, you'd realize they're not just chasing a paycheck. Right. It's it's more
1: complicated than that. I would... Yes to that. Yes and. I would also add to that the idea of chasing a paycheck being a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Like I think the... It always it always cracks me up when it's the you know well it it seems like all you care about is the money. Sometimes it's like, "Yeah, if mm-hmm. you stopped paying me, I would stop coming here. I'm not yeah. doing this because I'm in love with this company. I'm yeah. doing this because I get a paycheck." Now, I'll find things within this that also are fulfilling to me and it might be not my not be my only motivation, but I do love the I love it when the the managers or the the people in the executive levels are just like, "Well, is it just about the money to you?" I mean, again, I'm I'm not doing this for my health. It's complicated. It's complicated. There's Because both, if, like- I'm, if I'm underpaid, I know that and you
0: yep. know that. And that's something that needs to get rectified and fast. Yes. Because if it's not rectified, resentment builds and then it's going to get to the point where you're going to get me where I need to be, but it's going to yep. be too late. And there's also, I notice, a huge disconnect between like senior leaders and senior executives and everybody else. Like There just seems to be this... Yes. Massive, And I think on multiple levels within our country. Yep. Like most government people don't understand what people want. Politicians don't know what people want. Like out there's this touch. disconnect out of touch. And in in the organization where you see these, these people that are just the, the, you see them make decisions. I mean, my, one of my last companies, man, Oh God, God, SMS assist baby. I'll name them. I'll name, drop them. I'll name, drop those, yep. those sweet, sweet babies. Yeah. They were, oh my God! They would make giant assumptions about an entire department, and they'd be like, "These guys are ungrateful." I'm like, "Are you sure about that? You sure? You sure? Sh- you sure about you sure about that? You sure about that?" Um, I'm like, "Have you thought and asked yourself why you think they're ungrateful?" Yeah. Is it because they're overworked and underappreciated? The fact that whenever they get a call or an email from their manager, it's because they've done something wrong. They don't get recognition for shit. Yeah. Um, You offer them pizza parties when they're at their lowest for morale. (laughs) You know, like.
1: Yeah. Like it's a seventh grade birthday party.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's in like, oh, they're ungrateful. It's like, "Mm, ah, (coughs) I mean. Right. I can see why you would think that, but have you asked yourself to dig a little deeper and be like, why do I think they're ungrateful? Yeah, And this, the idea of like, the idea that someone's like, you should be fucking thanking me that I gave you a job at this organization. You should be, you know what? You should be paying me to fucking step foot in this goddamn building. This overpaid, overpriced piece of property that we're doing purely as a flex that has no value on right. what we do, you should be fucking paying me yeah,
1: to walk an through honor. these doors it's an every goddamn
0: day. You should be grateful that I offer you benefits of any sort. Yeah. You should be grateful that I don't make you pay for your own goddamn equipment, you sorry sack of shit. How <laughs> dare you want more money?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Like
0: that's... <laughs> Yeah.
1: The, yeah, the idea of money shaming, you know, again, not not saying that money is the ultimate motivator, but the idea of money shaming or shaming someone when they are going for more money. It's it's a it's lunacy. It's it's lunacy to me. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. I used to struggle with it
0: early on, obviously the idea of like, yeah, I'm underpaid. What are you going to do? I struggled yeah. with that at the hotel where I was not only doing my job and I'd say doing my job well, I was also training people mm-hmm. as they and came in like- because that's what I wanted to do. And uh the people that I was training were getting fifty cents more an hour than I was, mm. and they were just regular regular folks and and I just sat there and I just took it like i didn't i didn't didn't know what to do yeah. about that Because for me it was at the time it was more important to have some sort of responsibility because I really wanted that, yeah, but I didn't know how to go into my bosses and be like, "Hey, um, <clears throat> I know the people that I'm training are getting paid more than me um." Right. That seems like a problem. Considering a, I've been here longer. B, you can rely on me. C, I'm actually training
1: them. I'm taking more responsibility. Like yeah. training, training we, is outside my normal purview. So right. I'm now I am going above and beyond what you hired me to do. Mm-hmm. And, I,
0: and and for the record, I want to do this. I would like to keep doing this. So <laughs> how do we? You know, I could do it in a, in a you know in a good way. Yeah. It wasn't until like you know later on where I realized how grossly underpaid I was in an organization that I was like, hey, we need to talk about this. Like i need i literally asked for a fifteen thousand dollar raise yeah and they're like i don't think we can do that i'm like well we need to fucking figure something out right. i'm not saying i get this all at once but they're like well budget and whatever i'm like you don't understand i am so grossly underpaid for the job that i'm doing that like this is this is a huge problem yeah. and we need to find a way to get there and ultimately we got to a place and then i left the organization um and the next organization I went to also kind of under underpaid me, shortchanged me. Yeah. It wasn't until I got to the place I am now where they're like, we see the value
1: <laughs> of right. what
0: you are. Right. And uh, we're going to pay you appropriately. One and, hallmark of a solid organization. Right. Because they understand the market. They understand the role. They understand the responsibilities of it. And listen, I'm not going to fault some businesses. I mean, this stuff is complicated, right? Trying to find sure. the value of a position, right? Because yes. It's like, what is this position? And while it may be similar at one organization, it's not always the same across the board. So you're trying to use you know, just vast market data <laughs> to be like, how do I value
1: this job? Right. Well, because, for experience. example, you and I hold the same title technically, mm-hmm. but yeah. you and I's jobs are vastly different in scope. Yeah. And so like right there, you could just look at it and say this title, title X is... Uh, you know, consummate uh, of this amount of money. But it, it you know, what we're doing is v- so different that it doesn't, it it's not, you know, apples to apples.
0: Yeah, it's very, it's very strange. So I say all that to say that the folks who act strange to me, who seem like, you know, whiny little babies in the workplace, um, I think there is a disconnect in, just their life experience too, right? Like a lot of people were like, I work at this place for 30 years and then I walk out with a pension, you know? Or, you know, this their sort of mentality with how work should be like, oh, I need to physically be here so you can see that I'm doing my job. Or people that are like, I have to get FaceTime with these high-ranking people so I can prove to them my worth. To all that, I say, eat my dick. Because... I don't want to do that i don't want to do that stuff i don't like the idea of being like oh i gotta go talk to this guy this the senior vp uh and just like i gotta try and carve out some time on his calendar so that i can talk to him about you know who i am and what i do you know yeah no now the i what i will say is if you are advocating for yourself if you have an idea of where you want to go if you want to change something You know, you want to change your role. You want to switch to a different spot. It makes absolute perfect sense to go and try to connect with people to be like, hey, I want to get into this job. Tell me more about what you do. Tell me about your skills. Who do you think I should connect with? And how can I get the skills that I need to get to here? That's a completely different story. Right. But it's just being like, oh, senior VP. Hey, senior VP. I'm Doug. I... Think you're pretty cool. You have a pretty cool position and title and you get paid a lot of money. My name's Doug. Don't forget it. You know, hey, me like, it's just it's a, there's there's a gross way of of going about that stuff that, you know, again, that's what people think you have to do. And yeah. trust me, it, I mean, to some extent you got to, you know, but well, I'm not yeah. here to play that game, man. I'm I'm
1: my ambition to climb higher. The, the fuels run out of that tank. <laughs> Well, isn't it amazing how, again, we talked about, we've we've talked, we talk about a lot of things off mic, ladies and gentlemen. It, it's what we do. That's it It's why we can have this. It, it is. It's why we have this rapport on mic. Um <clears throat> No, but we've talked about before how if you had told yourself time travel, right? If you mm. now had gone back and told yourself when now we we're first talking. met.
0: Now we're getting to a mind gap, regular thing, time travel. If,
1: if you had told yourself, you know, even back when we first met or even how, uh, take it back 5 6 years ago that you would kind of be disillusioned from climbing the corporate ladder and not you know if if you were if you had done this 180 and that you the past you would look at yourself and go that's insane why would you ever stop why would you ever stop that climb because that's what you do that is what because i think that's at least it has been for so long how we have been programmed to mm-hmm. just go you get the job with the pension you work X number of years at this place, you get the gold watch, you retire, ba blah, blah, blah. and it, it's this. Everyone does this thing, and if you don't, if you're not still growing, you're just you're dying then. And yeah. it's it. When you first told me that you were like, yeah, you know, I'm really, uh, I don't know, kind of liking this idea of freelancing or, or or you know, trying something creative or artistic, I went time out. <laughs> who who are you and what have you done with my best friend Doug? What is yeah. going on here? You know. Yep. It's just, it's amazing how those things can change once you get to a certain point.
0: Well, that and the pandemic had a huge part of that. Just, you know, absolutely, totally yes. made me, it shifted everything about work to the point where I'm like, wait, why are we going into the city every single fucking day? Why sure. are we making, spending all this money to commute, pay for parking, take the train, walk, do that thing, and then come back home? I'm like, absolutely. I've always believed that what I do can be done from home and yeah. should be done from home. Like, why are we doing this? And also just being like, what's really important to me? You know, my fucking family. Right. <laughs> Spending time with my family. Yeah. Enjoying my time, you know? Like... <laughs> right. That's what I enjoy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really important to me. And that shifted everything for me, where I was like, yeah, you know, like,
1: I like what I do. Right. Happy doing what I do. Um, Don't need any more responsibility. Yeah. Good. Like, I to. St- I, I want to take what energy I would put into that, and I want to just kind of explore yeah. other interests, other hobbies, other whatevers.
0: Yeah. yeah. I've seen... People in, in my team like get promotions. I'm like, good for you. Yeah. don't want to, I don't want it. Like I just, I, I just don't. I when really I don't. first
1: started at my current company, I would, people would get promoted or they would get this, that, the other thing. And it would, it would just eat at me because I was like, mm-hmm. well, why not me? This, yeah, this well, idea what am I of doing, you know, right. And it was this idea of this competition and, I never understood it because I've, I've long said, since since we've met, I have always said that I'm not built for corporate America. Like yeah. this, I find the idea of going into an office and working for a larger corporation <laughs> to be a bit soul sucking. Yet yeah. here I am and I've been doing it for many, many years now. Uh, but it was always, it was always weird to me to think, why am I so, why is this having such an emotional effect on me when I don't care about it? And it's, it it really takes a while to... To sit there and think about it and figure it out in the pandemic was a, a great catalyst to really push that light years down the road and go, oh, OK, yeah, it doesn't matter. And so now when someone gets promoted, I'm like, that's fucking great. Good for you. You must have yeah. done something great to deserve it. It, yeah. it changes the whole game. And to be fair, the people that do get promoted, I'm like, sincerely, like, good for you. Yes, that's what well I mean. Yeah. Earned, Absolutely. Well earned, I'm super pumped you. must have you. done something great to do. <laughs> like, good job. Good with for you. you.
0: I know how good you are. Yeah. Keep it fucking going. You Absolutely. Know? And for me, I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't really want to do anything extra. Um, I don't. I don't want. I'm just happy doing what I'm doing. Yeah, that's what, that's what I am. I and and if that's a crime, fucking lock me up. You know. Does
1: it make it hard to do? Because do we do quarterly self evaluations, and then that seems excessive. Then a year. Then a year evaluation, and you got to update the goals. Like, what are your goal? Like, are you on track with with, with the goals you set? Are you off track? Are you you know, uh, had a schedule with them and this, that, and then, uh. <laughs> I'm surprised at how much that sounds like me. Uh, that does not, that does. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, do you find it hard to do? Do you, I'm assuming you at least do annual self self avails. We do, uh,
0: we do halfway Mark. We okay. do mid year reviews. Uh, we can ask other people we've worked with for peer reviews. Okay kind of nice you know you pick people to be like hey what's good about me what's what needs work and things like that um
1: what's good about me what do you hate
0: yeah what do you hate uh i just find it hilarious because i'm always like i just like once a project's done i fucking forget about it yeah it's done and they're like all right so what are you proud of so far like what's one thing you're super pumped that you did this year and i'm like i don't fucking remember right it's fine it all just runs together <laughs> where i look back i'm like oh right i did do that thing and i just yeah. You know how I am. Like, I have a hard time really just looking at what I do with. Like, I did a really good job. I'm like, it was fine, you know. Yeah. Like, it's it's whatever. Like, I worked on this project that won an award. Like, it, like and with like an entire like worked on something that it was such a bizarre award. It was like one of the top like compliance courses for this particular industry. And they're like, hey, congrats! You want you you helped with this? I'm like, yeah Did I? Did I? <laughs> I was like, you basically told me what to put in here. I put it in there and I made yeah. it look nice. I'm like, yeah, I, if if I won an award for like a video that I created, you know, from scratch and designed and like did whatever, I'm like, that'd be one thing. But I was like, yeah, this is some boring ass compliance shit. Like, yeah, they're like, this is phenomenal in this industry. This is some top grade shit. They're like, dude, you got to put, put that on your resume. I'm like, I'm not going to put that on my resume. <laughs> like do, I will not. Do
1: I have to I was like,
0: it? I yeah. won't. I used that as a tool for last year for like my annual review. I'm like, I got this thing that got an award back in my mind. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, okay. You know, this I is the don't. thing I can put on here. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I have a hard time, you know, just being like, let's reflect on the air. What did you do? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Right. I don't know. I mean, I got shit done. People seemed happy. I mean, and people I, I wanna, were satisfied. I want to
1: be able to put that like, Hey, no one complained about anything I was doing. That's gotta yeah. be a win. Right. Yeah.
0: I haven't gotten any complaints. I've been yeah. here over two years. People seem happy with what I do. Yeah. I mean, listen. Am I uh, am I breaking down? Am, am I digging up all sorts of new and innovative stuff? No. Is that who I am? Not really. Not Really. So I really also really understand where my lane is. Yeah. And I want to stick to that. People are like, how can we market this better? I'm like, I'm not a marketer. I don't know. Ask my podcast co-host. He knows. I don't do marketing. <laughs> I'm not. That's not who I am. I have a very limited. Like I will I will run about you know. 10 meters of the 100-meter yeah. dash, and I stop. I'm like, you know what? This isn't for me. I can't yeah. do this. I, don't, I'm <laughs> run, I ran out of ideas. I don't know how yeah. to do this. So, yeah, yeah, it's great stuff. Also, very interesting and great stuff. This, this, is, a, this is a big moment for us. I want, to hear, I want everyone to, to sit down if you're not already and you need to pay attention. This is a MindGap exclusive. Oh, exclusive. boy. All right. If you're a long-term fan of MindGap podcast... Going back to like in the 200s of the episodes, I used to do fake ads as pre roll, as like a cold open for the show. Had a lot of fun of it. I did it for about a year before I was like, okay, I got to stop doing this. But I was always amazed at how every single week I was able to come up with some bizarre shit. Yeah, it was that we amazing. Were fake promoting. Uh, but one of the ones we did for a really long time that was sort of like an inside joke was poop.com. And for the longest time, I would find different ways. I had this very aggressive thing. I found it recently. It was a very aggressive ad for like financial advice. It's like from poop.com. You know, it's just like, what are you doing with your finances? What are you doing with your life? Well, you need to fucking figure it out. Head over to poop.com now to get all. It's just like, just like this dude, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you all about poop.com. <laughs> I would like, do something like something romantic, like, you know, check out the news, you know, dating app over at poop.com. You know, just I found a way to make poop.com kind of like a thing. And poop.com was not a thing. If it was, you didn't want to go there. Well, I've got big (laughs) news, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Poop.com is a real thing. And it's it's not what you think it would be. Also, it's not. It's it's not spelled how you think. It's p o o p h <laughs> dot com. Probably because poop dot com is owned by someone and they're doing really awful stuff there. But yeah. poop dot com is a pet odor remover. It's it's that that's the name of it. It's poop, and that takes the stink out of the equation. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's there, and it's the logo looks like a butthole, and. It's all about getting rid of pet odors.
1: Uh I think my favorite part about this is the fact that their logo is straight up a butthole.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's totally it's totally a butthole. Um
1: Like if you've seen yeah. Community, The Flags. Yes. Yeah. This is unmistakably a butthole. Uh I would I, I'd like to think, I don't know when they were formed, but I would like to think that our podcast Influenced this. I like to
0: think so. I mean... I love In this. fact,
1: I'm going to... Until I'm told otherwise, I'm going to say it did. I love how this
0: has like a little thing that says poop, trademark, science. <laughs> poop takes the stink out of the equation, completely and permanently dismantling odors on a molecular level. Unlike enzo- enzymatic formulas that work slowly and leave odors behind, poop works instantly to eliminate odors at the source. So there's no stink or fragrance. When you use poop, it's as if the odor was never there. And amazingly, <laughs> powerful as it is, poop is safe for people, pets, and the planet. I love how after every time they say poop, yep. it has a trademark after it.
1: Now, in fairness, it is P-O-O-P-H, so they have trademarked that quest- spelling of poop, question mark? Yes. But, Yeah. Also, this dancing poo—yeah, right—video or GIF, very disturbing. I don't like this dancing poo at all. Right? Yeah, it's just he's, he's aggressively the- dancing at me, and I don't like it. Yeah. Should we order a bottle? I feel like we need to order a bottle of this just to see what it's all about? Well, what I love about it too is this offer is not available in stores. <laughs> Fill out the form below
0: <laughs> to order your poop now. It reminds me of like one of those old school eighties uh, and nineties yeah. commercials. You Needs know? to have
1: the blinking, yeah, all major yeah. credit cards accepted. Bonus poo laundry additive. Absolutely yeah. free. Yeah, right. But I want to get there's more. But wait just there's pay more.
0: 2495 <clears throat> plus shipping and
1: handling. I, and also, it instantly dismantles odors on a molecular, molecular level. It makes it sound like it's doing like... It, it's doing a lot of heavy lifting is what it's doing. It yeah. dismantles odors. It's yeah. At the same time, it's threatening. <laughs> and it's also very scientific. Yeah, it's it, it's It's used by the five largest waste treatment companies in the country to eliminate odor and improve the quality of life in the surrounding communities. So is am I to understand that there's just a guy who's walking around a landfill with a little psst, spray psst, bottle, just... Psst, 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 psst. Yep, I mean, it's good. I'm, psst. I'm sure that's not what it is, but uh, that's what they make it. That's kind of how...
0: By that's saying how I that, see it. You know, they're like, we use this there. And it's just like, we send out the crew. It's a bunch of guys with super suckers that have like the with poop on yeah. it. And it's like...
1: Psh, 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 psh. Oh, oh. There's a how to use and an FAQ page, Doug. Oh, my goodness. You want to know how to use it? You find the source of the stink. You make sure poo comes into contact with all of the source of the odor. Go ahead. Give it a good rub in. No. (laughs) No. Let poop (laughs) work its magic. (laughs) Moment of truth. Smell it. Is the stink still there? (laughs) I can just imagine like just using this on like... I, I love the very first question
0: from Frequently Asked Questions. Frequently Asked Questions about poop. It sounds like a kid's book. Yeah. Is this water? This is not water. We, we promise. promise. <laughs> the U.S. government confirmed it. Well, that doesn't help your
1: case. Yeah. Yeah. Why isn't yeah. there any fragrance? A better question answer. A better wait. question is, why does everything else have fragrance?
0: Wait, wait. The last sentence of that first one. Yes, it tastes and smells like water. Please don't drink it. But it is not water.
1: It tastes like water, meaning it has no taste. What What does that mean?
0: Uh, Interesting. I tried it. Why didn't it work? Poops, science, works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> False Dot com. <laughs> this uh <clears> This, <throat> I'm not going to lie. There's a part of me that wants to buy one of these. I think I might. I, mean, I think I might get got, it and see if you got two works.
0: dogs. I mean, you might, uh, you know.
1: If I spray this on my dog's asshole, oh, it doesn't well, the, say anything in here about it, right? Well, here's the thing.
0: Yeah. The, the, I'm looking at the real, like this testimonial from Mark R. My cat loves to roll around in dead stuff and the stink is unbearable. In the past, there's been a nightmare trying to get him in the bath, but with poop, it's so easy. I just spray a towel and wipe him down. No more drama. This so guy he... puts this on his cat. Okay.
1: I find that disturbing. I accidentally stepped in poop and tracked it to the carpet. Oh my God, the smell was so bad. We pooped it and it was amazing. <laughs> Not only did the I put this poop on poop, and the poop was gone. Oh my god! This this almost is a, one of our fake ads writing right.
0: itself. Right, it is.
1: This really is. Um, what is this? I said, why isn't thirty fragrance? Uh, uh, yeah, fuck it. We could go on this for hours. Yeah, uh, this is yeah. Anyway, so. This sounds like this is based on the poop.com. testimonials, it
0: sounds like this is just for
1: pets. Well, I guess it is. It's the
0: pet over odor remover. Yeah. I think that's interesting that because I'm getting like, oh, they also use this in landfills and
1: recycling centers. I'm like, why is this just for pets then? Well, anyway. Wait a second. I'm sorry. Serena W., our dog Timmy goes to potty on his yeah. own in his private bathroom we set up for him. What? You heard her. I don't know. Um, yeah, why isn't why aren't any recycling centers leaving reviews on here? Yeah, right. I don't trust this. Seems like a seems like a scam. Yeah, right. Why don't they have the other thing is why don't they have jobs available? Because I would work for poop dot com.
0: Uh, dude, can you imagine that? That's something I would put on my that LinkedIn on your on your resume. Yeah, that goes hey, right right I'll to the top the of LinkedIn. Hey, G- hey, gang, hey out there, what's up, hustlers? <laughs> You getting that bag? Well, I'm getting that bag. And right. where I'm doing that is at a place I couldn't be more stoked to join. I'm joining the team at poop.com.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Fucking amazing.
0: I would love to do it like an about us, you know, like how we started. Why did we come up with poop.com? You know? Yeah.
1: That's the that's the thing that this website is missing. Isn't about us section. I want to know who invented this.
0: Who is the CEO of poop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sitemap.
0: Dude, okay, this makes me laugh even harder. Did, wait,
1: did you find the I answer? I typed
0: in who is the CEO of poop. Yeah. And the first answer, the chief executive officer of poop, is. Dwayne, I'm assuming Thompson. Okay, but it spelled T H O, comma P S O N. I think this person did a typo on their LinkedIn.
1: Who is the? Would you say ta- who is the CEO?
0: It's it's who is the CEO of poop,
1: of poop? Yeah, Dwayne. Th- oh, interesting. He spells. Oh, yeah, neighbor. but. But the uh, DallasInnovates.com says Jeff Berry becomes the new CEO. Oh, sorry. That's Poopery. I I apologize. How dare different, you? Different, different, different thing. Well, they've only got nine employees and 73 followers. So Dwayne Toe pause. You got to put that pause in there.
0: Dwayne, you spelled your name wrong. Dwayne, no, I, I don't trust your product if you spelled your name wrong. I did not.
1: That's how it's spelled. It's Dwayne? It, it's Greek. <laughs> it's, it's Greek, Greek for a, we clean your dog. Zero followers. Experience. Chief Executive Officer Poop.com. Full time.
0: Yep. Hey man. I when, uh, you're, when you're when you're managing poop.com, it's a full time job. Dealing with what? poop is a full time job.
1: Dwayne, what do you do? I run
0: poop. <laughs> I run poop. Is that like is that like running the numbers? You know, it's like no, no. Nope. I run poop. I run poop. <laughs> you say it like that too. I
1: run poop. I run poop. Is it a question? I run poop. <laughs> I don't know. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I run oh, poop.
1: I run poop. Jesus fucking Christ! Well, I say this
0: about about this product is it seems like a very practical.
1: It does. Uh, uh, product.
0: You know. It does. You it got seems- something stinky? Poop. We'll get the poop out. You know.
1: Yeah. Poop.
0: There's no way, th- one way to fight poop. It's with poop. It's with more. That's, poop. That, that should be That's there the tagline.
1: That's the tag. Fight poop with poop. <laughs> there's only what science has proved. There's only one way to fight poop, and that's with poop.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Dwayne T. <laughs> we got the questions, we got the answers. <laughs> All you do is ask. Practical. 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 Practical.
1: And Spectacle You've got to get Hi. your dick out. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dwayne Thompson. <laughs> it's going to be my new favorite thing to do. Hi, I'm Dwayne Thompson. <laughs> respect the comma, you son of a bitch. Respect the comma, respect the poop. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a character we need to develop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> respect the comma, respect the poop.
1: Mr. Johnson uh, (laughs) That's Thompson (laughs) Asshole Uh. (laughs) Hey, hey We'll get
0: to the butt in a second
1: (laughs) All right. well if you've never been here For our Ask Practical Doug segment Welcome, where have you been Is my question So Ask Practical Doug Practical Doug's a little Doug Who lives inside of Big Doug And he's very practical He helps Big Doug through all of life's practical needs. If you would like to ask practical Doug a question, guess what? You're in luck. You can. You can go on any social media at MindGap Podcast, hashtag AskPracticalDoug, and ask away, or you can join our Discord where there's a special channel just dedicated to ask Practical Dugs. Now, we love Am I the Asshole subreddit. All right, this, this subreddit is just a minefield of uh, practical questions, and today we've got another one. So we're going away from the uh, the asks and we're going to the am I the Assholes?" This person, it's Howdy Burtis, wants to know, am I the <laughs> what a great name? Howdy Burtis. Dwayne Thompson wants to know <laughs> am, I, am I the asshole for watching an adult TV show next to a 10-year-old kid? Situation is as follows. I'm on a three-hour flight, and I have the window seat in a plane. In the middle seat next to me sits an eight- to ten-year-old male kid, and in the aisle seat is his mother. I have my iPad with me and had downloaded several episodes of the TV show The Sopranos to watch on the flight. Soon as I get seated, I pop open the iPad and start to watch. Now, in the show, several scenes take place in a strip club Tony Soprano owns, and you can see the dancers who are not wearing any clothes except a thong. The kid next to me has an iPhone and is playing some games I could not recognize, but after short... It's an unnecessary detail, but after a (laughs) short while, stops and starts paying attention to my screen. The mom notices, takes a glance, and then taps me on the shoulder. Her. Um, hey, excuse me, would you mind watching something else? This is not appropriate to watch in front of a child or in public spaces. He goes, look, I'm sorry, I don't have anything else to watch or read, and you can't really expect me to be three hours on this plane doing nothing. I then proceed to tilt the screen towards me and continue watching, but her kid still seems interested and ignores his mom. The mom then starts complaining out loud about how rude and inappropriate it is. After a while, I just say, if you're that bothered, either switch seats with your son or move somewhere else in the plane. She then gives me the stink eye before switching places with her son. I will tell you what cures the stink eye is poop.
0: <laughs> we didn't talk.
1: We didn't talk again for the remainder of the flight. Big, you know, as we were exiting the plane though, she again starts complaining to someone <clears throat> who I assume was her husband sitting in a couple rows uh, up front. About how people can be so inconsiderate. I just laughed it off and said, (laughs) whatever. It is, uh, is it, it is, sorry, it is true I had nothing else. If I had a book or some other shows, I would have accepted her request. I talked with my friend when I got home and he said that perhaps I should have thought more about my choice of show to watch in a plane. Honestly, I didn't think beforehand, just downloaded it. Uh, Sopranos episodes because it's, oh, sorry, just downloaded Sopranos episodes because it's the show I'm currently watching. I don't really like to start new shows until I finish the one I'm currently on. So, what do you all think? Am I the asshole? I'm glad you
0: asked. Howdy, uh, Burtis. Howdy, Burtis. Howdy, Bertis. Um, howdy, Bertis. Howdy, Bertis. Uh, I am emotionally triggered by this because of the parent. Okay. Um, because the parent... That's a pretty audacious thing to say, hey can you stop doing what you're doing because my kid's here? Mm-hmm. Now, there's a couple situations where that'll happen, right? Where I think that's necessary. One of them happened when Jill was pregnant on the CTA in Chicago, and we just got out of a doctor's appointment. We were heading back home, and these guys were lighting up a, 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 a marijuana. A marijuana! They were lighting up a marijuana. They were doing the some weed. weed. And I was just like, I go, hey, guys, can we not? And this guy got in my face. He's like, what'd you fucking say to me? I go, listen. I'm like, dude, she's pregnant. She's. I was like, we, I, I don't care if you guys do it. Can you just do it somewhere else? Do it in another car or whatever? I'm like, yeah. I don't care. It's just like she's pregnant right now. And like one of the guys was like, oh, shit. He's like, I've got a kid. And he started showing pictures of his kid. And I'm like, wow, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> and right. then the guy that was super aggressive was like, let's go, guys. He goes, man, if that was me and someone started smoking around my girl, he goes, I would have knocked him the fuck out. I was like, I, you're hard to read, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Are you like giving you me were, permission to swing on you? I don't. You were you were mad that I told you not to, and then you're like, man, if I was you, I would have punched me. And I'm like, huh, okay, um, go smoke, so I, go smoke the marijuana. That will help. Yeah. Are you guys smoking the marijuana? Uh, so like stuff like that. There's times where I'm like, hey, can can you not? Right. Like if people swear around my kids and they're strangers, I'm not going to be like, excuse me, <laughs> do you mind? Not dropping the f bomb around my child. I'm just gonna look at her and be like, "Hey, man, yeah, don't say that." You know, yeah. I'm not gonna try and control what other people are doing. And when it's like a flight, okay, you're in a cramped space with someone else. Kids shouldn't be looking at that stuff anyway. Like, because my advice to Nali would be like, "Hey, uh, do me a favor. Don't look at that other person's iPad. They're watching a show that's not for you. It's, yeah. you know, let them enjoy it and whatever." <laughs> um, I may say like, "Hey, listen." If you would not mind just tilting that away or whatever like yeah. that's cool totally watch it I just you know I'm going to talk to my kid too but if you know you could help me out here that'd be great that would probably be the most
1: I would do Or or I don't think the switching seats thing is a bad idea either put yeah. put put a buffer in between that's cool like whatever yeah.
0: Oh what's the matter mom you don't want to sit in the middle seat right Huh You don't want to sacrifice for your child you know I think it's yeah. pretty rude and again always the caveat with this is we're assuming we're getting the whole story here absolutely uh, from this perspective yes but assuming this is true i think it's pretty rude to be like hey can you can you not watch that like (gasps) again he's not watching porn you know that's a different thing yeah absolutely yeah i mean if if i I could recognize the show i'd be like all right cool yeah whatever it is it is what it is but if it's just straight up porn i'm like hey man wrong place but i downloaded it that's weird that's weird that you downloaded it do you have a playlist do you have the best of because right? that's strange to me. Yeah. You're doing it right now. Are you planning on jerking off next to my child? That's What's strange, going on? You know? Yeah. But I'm like, looking, he's watching a, a show
1: that has some topless people in right. a at a strip and, club. And, and also, I, how long was the goddamn scene? Well, and I just got done watching this series yeah. not more than a couple months ago, and I can tell you any one of those scenes does not last more than maybe a minute. Maybe. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was like, I, I'm sure it doesn't take place the whole time. It's yep. probably just like a you get an
1: establishing shot, or like you get a moving shot through the facility, or there's yeah. background like that's not the main. One point. of the girls comes up and says something, then turns and walks away. That's yeah. it. Like they deliver a like, message. Yeah. yeah, I'd
0: be more concerned about them. All right, now he's going to try and like you know choke this guy to death, you know, right. and bury him in the backyard. You know, like that's the stuff or whatever. <laughs> but for the for yeah, I think that's incredibly strange to me. Um, to to to. Basically, try to get someone to change their behavior of what they're doing. Yeah, with something like this, it's like, yeah. I you know? I
1: would also say that I I do agree with the friend in the sense that there. I understand you don't want to start new shows before you finish other shows. Okay, I mean everyone does it, but okay. If you don't want to do that, there has to be something else. I don't give me that. That's the only show you could have watched. True. If I'm going to go on a plane, I'm watching The Sopranos. I know what it is. I personally get uncomfortable if I'm watching something. Now, I, there's been times where it's not even mine. It's whatever's in the seat back. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they got movies yeah. on the plane in the seat back. Some of those have nudity or steamy scenes in them. And there have been times where I've been watching that and something's come up and I've felt very self-conscious that people are going to think I'm a freak. And I'm like, this is just some movie any one of you could be watching right now. I don't know why I get it in my head. Yeah. But I'm I am very hyper aware of what I'm watching and what other people could be seeing on my screen. So I would say maybe just give one more think through to what it is you're watching in an airplane. I'm not saying he's I'm, wrong. I'm yeah. just saying maybe just consider that could is this going to potentially put me in an awkward situation. That's fair. It's a fair
0: consideration. I feel like you bring up the fact that they have in-flight movies that also may have that sort of stuff. Kind of also, you know, yeah, gives the exact same thing. Like, hey, man, I could watch the same shit right here, right, like right now on this thing. Are you gonna get mad if I do that? Right, like
1: the, the airline. The airline sanctioned this.
0: Yeah, like you're gonna get mad if I I watch yeah. this
1: this thing on here. You're gonna get all pissy about that too. Like, and that's and like you know what? That's fair too. Like yeah. I. I feel like I talked myself out of the argument on that one. Well, also, I mean,
0: I remember reading uh, The Boys, like, on the train. You, you know, told me about this, yeah. some very, very explicit content in that. Hero-gasm. And there were times where I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to just get this a little bit closer here because, yep. you know, I felt con- subconscious about it. My favorite one was I was reading, like, I think it was Herogasm, and I'd gone to the eye doctor and they did the dilation. So like I had to like really hold it up close to my face, so I'm getting dilated. I'm just doing. I'm just like staring at all these nude pictures, like (laughs) depictions of stuff. And I'm just like, oh, that's a giant superhero gangbang, you know, or whatever. (laughs) I was like, maybe I just should not read this right now. So I think there is something to consider with that. But at the same time, it's like, listen, all I would say for this guy is like, make a concerted effort. So that the kid can't see it, yeah, that would be that's my it. thing. Just be like, kind of maybe tilt away from him and tilt it towards you, or yep. whatever. Just make an effort to to do that, or you know, try to put your arm up or something. Just you know, if you're if you're concerned about that, but I don't think this person's an asshole for being like, I'm watching a show that's 20 years old, right? Um, you know, I've downloaded it for this three hour flight. Like, I'm gonna fucking watch it. Like, get over yourself. I yeah. I, I always have a hard time with. What am I going to tell my kids? It's like fucking just tell them, hey, quit looking over there. Is that your device? No, then don't fucking look at it. Right. I Stop have this shit for you. Play your games on your phone. Okay. And If it's yeah. going to be a problem, if you can't follow my instructions, then we're going to switch seats or we're going to, you know, you're, we're going to have, we're going to have a real problem. That is a conversation with the parent and the child yeah. in that situation. The guy wasn't like, hey, you want to watch this with me? You know, like, hey, kid, not- look, at, look at these tits. Hey, you want to see Tony Soprano fucking murder somebody like, you know, if someone's just kind of mind their own business, doing their own thing, it's just like, whatever, man, they're out in the world. That's no different to me than you walk by, you go to the beach and you see someone in like a string bikini, right? It's like, excuse me, could you please cover up? Can you please do this? That's distracting. It's like, get fucked. Like just the world. Yeah. You know, it, if you're in an environment where that possibly could happen, then you just fucking deal with it. All right. Like, I get get, get over agree. yourself. Yeah. So, Practical Doug rules. This guy's, uh, you know, Howdy Berti, Howdy Bertis is not the asshole. It is decided. Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha. That was fun. I was trying to find uh, some Am I the Assholes this week, and there was a lot of depressing ones. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This like, that's is a, that was a good real. one. Yeah. I was like, uh, where's, where's a good, silly one? I'm always looking for that. Um, yeah. All right, Justin. What do you have to recommend this week?
1: I am going to recommend this week. Uh, last night, Be- or sorry, Sunday night, Beth and I went and saw Barbie in the theater, and uh, no I shit. gotta say, yes, sir. I gotta say, uh, I enjoyed it. I, I, it, I. First and foremost, huge congrats to Greta Gerwig because she's the first female director who has grossed a billion dollars in the box Hell office. Hell yeah, uh, and that's fucking amazing. Um, and look the movie's not without it's not a perfect movie it's not without its flaws here and there um, all the the butt hurt alpha males who are out there going, no, she's hating on men. The butt the, but, the butt hurt boys are the butt hurt boys. Force. Jesus fucking Christ, relax, guys. It's a Barbie movie. It's just relax. No, it's not. Also, you might want to reconsider if you really listen to what it's saying. You're kind of proving its point. Stop. Also, do you think this movie was made for you? Stop. Yeah. Chuckle fucks. Do you think Fox. this movie was
0: made for you? Yeah. No. Probably it, not. Yeah. The fact that Ben Shapiro's is like, I'm going to this movie to tear it to pieces. I'm like, you can just not go and not give him your money. Yeah. How about that? Yeah.
1: How about vote with your wallet? You but, yeah. Congrats. You just helped Greta Gerber get over that, get over that yeah. benchmark. Yeah. Way to, you, way to you do, you do it, You made pal. the movie that much more popular. Thanks. Yeah. Way yeah. to go. Um, no, I, again, it's, it, it, is it a flawless movie? No. Is it a really fucking good movie that brings up some fantastic points and approaches them? In a really creative, out there, fun, cool way. Absolutely. I I was amazed at how, um, you know, some people have argued is kind of, is it just one giant, you know, uh, ad for Mattel? Um, sure, you could, I mean, Mattel's name is all over it. They use it, you know, they use the logo. They have stuff in the ho- Mattel headquarters. But at the same time, uh, they take the piss out of Mattel Big time. So, like, they, they are very, it's a very self-aware movie. Um, and it, like I said, it does a really good job at kind of skewing uh, some some interesting concepts that between feminism, matriarchy, patriarchy, what it means to be a woman, expectations, what it means to be a man, expectations. It's just, it. it is very interesting in that regard. And I will also say just visually... Gerwig had an incredible vision for this and she executed it to the nines. So well done on that regard. I heard some people describe this as Black
0: Panther for white women. Do you agree with that assessment?
1: Oh, man, I could. Yes, I like not. I'm I'm saying yes, but not. I'm assuming that they're saying that to be kind of like trying to like pejort like really trying to like crank they, it a little bit they
0: described how like the circumstances of both movies are pretty similar and that there's a world that's closed off from the rest and that yes and no you know I, like I could, they they, yeah. they made what i assume is probably some loose connections to like try to be like hey these are two movies that have some similarities it'd be really great if we tried to draw the parallels you know I'll say someone this broke it a, down I yeah. was like I haven't seen it so I don't know for sure but I thought it was a it was a funny thing I'll say
1: <laughs> this it is a very funny analogy like it's, 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 yeah. it's funny and I don't fully disagree with it but yeah um, if they were saying it to take the piss out of it I, I don't agree with it in that regard but it's I don't an, think
0: they were doing it that way no yeah, I think okay. it was it was it was it came across as like if you think about it like how it's, it's, how, it's, it's, how odd is this connection? Yeah. yeah. In yeah. that regard, hundred yeah. percent. Yes. I could see that, that. That was funny. Yeah. That is so
1: <laughs> fucking Black Panther for a white woman. Oh my god. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um I will say this. When it comes out on uh I know you're not too keen on going to the theater with it. Um I won't. maybe give it a shot when it comes out on uh I'll on, check a, it out on streaming. On a, on a streamer, you know? I'll check it out on
0: streaming, yeah.
1: I, I have now I'm not a girl dad, I don't have a daughter, but I'm, uh, I have heard people say, there was one review that I uh, read from this, this, it was, and it was from the, the, not the audience reviews, it was from the quote unquote professional reviews. And it was uh, a girl dad, but he's like, you know, this is the kind of movie that I would seek out when my daughter be- hits the right age to, to learn a little bit more about the struggles that she's in for um, oh, this is the kind of movie that I would that I would seek out for her to watch
0: because most Barbie stuff I avoid like the plague with Jill or with Natalie because yep. I feel like it gives the absolute wrong message.
1: Well, and that's and, they they specifically call that out in the movie and they yeah. they deal with what like long story short I'm not ruining anything but the the in Barbie Land they think that they've saved the real world and in the real world they're like oh you very much haven't you've made this much more difficult for us and so it's Mm -hmm. it's dealing with that those two things you know it's so interesting it is interesting how again how self-aware it is of all the criticism that barbie has received as well so well i think also
0: some of the criticism i've heard was of the salad tossing scene oh mommy
1: it was if you ever tossed a salad, it is there's a lot of umavi flavor in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, it there's depends.
0: It depends on the salad. It, all, it all depends on what they ate that day. But dude, dude is, the lettuce, <laughs> is the lettuce is it less clean or does it have E. coli? You know, these are things we have exactly. to consider. You know, yeah.
1: Doug, what do you got? <laughs> I
0: am going to recommend the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem movie that okay. just came out. I took Natalie to see it. Uh, which was awesome. I took her out of camp a little bit early. She was all pumped. She's nice. like, Can "You pick me up early?" I'm like, "Yes, we're gonna go." And uh, very fun movie. Um, I grew up with the Ninja Turtles. I'm not like Ninja. a diehard fan, but I watched the cartoon. I watched all of the movies. I even saw what was the the turtles concert. I didn't see it in person, but you know whatever it was, like walking out of our yep. shells. I did too. You I did, did too. Sir. Um, so I was definitely a pretty prolific part of my childhood. But all the other reboots that happened, like with Michael Bay and all the other shit, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Something about this, because of the art design of it, the fact that it was you know, produced by Seth Rogen, yep. um, I, I was like, this looks cool. And we saw a trailer before a movie that Nally went to. She's like, can we go see that? I'm like, yeah, I'll absolutely go see that with you. It's a really good, fun movie. Nice. It has some heart. It's
1: got some uh, Spider-Verse vibes to it. I was just going to say, I, w- I wanted to, to know if there was any... If you could draw kind of parallels between the two a little bit. It's not as strong as Spider-Verse.
0: Okay. Um, Spider-Verse is superior in pretty much every way. But this is a... It tells a really good story. And you get the vibe that these are actually teenagers. Right. Like, I feel like in all the other stuff, I'm like, these are just adults. Like, it, I don't it, see... Yeah. They're, they're not teen- <laughs> Like They are actual teenagers. And I love their... Um, all their different personalities... Um, I think I asked Natalie, "Which one was your favorite?" For me, it was Raphael. Like for you, was yes. For me, it was Raph. Like I was like, I just love the way he's portrayed. There's some really good humor in it, and um, yeah, it was great. They had some great voice actors. Um, it was solid. It's I gotta know what was Natalie's favorite. I'm trying to remember which one she said. Um, I think she Donatello. I think was the one that she liked. Yes, he was my favorite growing up too. I like Donatello. Um. But it was really great. My, one of my favorite is that uh, Michelangelo likes improv, and there's like an improv joke in there Shoot at the one point in I time. Like it. he just he loves comedy, and that's like what he loves to do. It's it's so good. So, that's so cool. It's a real solid film. I highly recommend it. Um, if you're a fan of Ninja Turtles at all, or just nostalgia, or whatever, I highly recommend checking it out. At the very least, check it out when it comes out on streaming. I think you'll be you'll be pleased. You'll nice. enjoy. it you'll be, you'll, it'll it's it's a good time. It's it's an hour and forty minutes. That Perfect. you'll be happy you spent. Perfect. So, so good. So, we'll done. I also like the music a lot in it, too. It was really well yeah. done. And some good stuff. So, pretty solid. Um, real quick announcement at the end of the show uh, there will not be a podcast next week because I'm going out of town. So, sorry, gang. there going to be a little bit of a hiatus, but we will be back uh, the following week with a very special guest. Uh, very excited to to meet with them. It'll be really great. It'll be a unique one. We've never had them on before. it be a pretty big deal. So be sure to come back and check out for that. But in the meantime, do what I do do, do what we said. Head over to youtube.com slash mindgap podcast. Check out our episodes there. Check out our shorts there. All that sort of stuff. Like, subscribe, uh, comment, get involved with that sort of stuff. Share this stuff around. Uh, help us help us achieve our goals. Um, check out our uh, you know patreon and link to the discord and our merch all in the uh, show notes and in the description down below and also I forget to mention the last couple of weeks I also host a live stream on Fridays actually it'll be Saturday this week Fridays and or Saturdays uh, just I play video games with people in the community or just by myself right now I'm playing baldur's Gate 3 which if you don't know what that is you may or may not like it it's basically uh, top-down, like, role-playing game, but it's based in the Dungeons & Dragons universe. Tops it's made down. by Larian, Larian Studios, who did Divinity Original Sin 2, which is one of my favorite games of all time, and it is fucking awesome. If you ever want, like, a pretty darn good D&D experience in a computer game, this is it. You actually, like, it makes you roll digital dice to see whether or not you succeed or fail on certain things, and wild shit can happen, man absolutely wild shit can happen and you really you can be as creative as you want with it i've seen people put like a stack of 45 crates together and push it over and kill an enemy like it's insane i i mean there's just endless stuff that can happen you actually get to decide what your genitals look like in the game oh fun it's very interesting it's, it's okay. very very interesting didn't expect that um, but okay yeah no one did uh but it's very very interesting so Come hang out with me for that. I'm playing with folks in the community. We're having a good time, uh, fucking around, finding out, just running into traps, all sorts of shit. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, really, really good. So be sure to check us out there. Uh, all of our social media
1: is at Get Podcast, and also check out Justin online as well. On Instagram, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, any place where you can find and listen to podcasts, you can find and listen to us. We'd love it if you could rate, review, share... Subscribe all those things, and then Tosdayth.com and then TuDa and all social media, lovevinimprovfilm.com, lovevin loveandimpreffilm on Instagram.
0: Fantastic. Well, everyone I want to say, you know, we'll start at the top, Justin thank you.
1: Douglas, thank you.
0: Viewers and listeners, thank you, and you all have a dandy fucking week.: Mind Gap podcast.